Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow fed up Americans. You know, I've got a pit in my stomach today. Watching our country go down in flames is just so heartbreaking. Our once loved country, though it's been going on for, for many decades, to finally see it coming to fruitation is so difficult to watch. I'm sure many of you feel the same way. Though I'm not going to give up faith, I do have faith in God. And we've been saying for a long time, this is beyond Democrat and Republican. It's freedom or communism. But it's like a spiritual war going on between good and evil. The election was stolen from Donald Trump. It's so obvious. And then we have 2,000 mules come out. And Dinesh D'Souza did, in fact, speak with several people at Fox News to report live on air in an interview to go over all of the research that was found and on the documentary, The Facts, right? Well, several shows agreed to do it. However, the board at Fox News denied anyone to allow Dinesh D'Souza on air to discuss the rigged election and to prove that it was stolen. They didn't want any part of it. So for many of you, like myself, have been wondering why nobody's been bringing this up. I purposely watched as many Fox News shows as I could, and none of them have been bringing it up. Not even Tucker Carlson. So I knew something was up. Since the old man left and gave the two boys Fox News, it has changed. We've all been watching it and saying, gosh, Fox News is kind of going a little liberal here. And I'm sure most of you know that one of the sons is married to a woman who was on Hillary Clinton's campaign. When Donald Trump lost the election, that very woman was spotted saying, yes, we did it. So remember how, you know, when Trump was running for election, how most of the people working for Fox seemed to go a little left and kind of dissed Donald Trump. The same Donald Trump that the left absolutely loved until he became president. They used to beg him for money. They used to beg him to go to his parties. He used to even donate to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. It took Barack Obama for Donald Trump to wake up. We all know he was a Democrat. His kids couldn't even vote for him because they were still registered Democrats. From what I understand, no facts there. Just talk on the street. And it's so funny because Donald Trump got impeached for something Joe Biden did. And he got investigated for three years for something Hillary Clinton did. Regardless of Trump's affiliation with Democrat or Republican, I felt safe under Trump. I was able to go and save, I was able to save money. and I was able to go places again. And I was proud to be an American. I sure do miss Donald Trump as our duly, rightfully elected in a landslide president. And in our schools, the outrage continues as the woke ideology is just destroying our kids' mental states. And we have an issue, again, in Kyle, Wisconsin, where the school has filed a sexual harassment complaint against three middle schoolers for using the wrong pronouns. Can you believe that? The students didn't or wouldn't use the pronoun they for another student or students that were requiring the plural pronoun as their personal identifier. One of the parents, Rosemary Roboto, says the following to Fox 17 WZTV in Wisconsin, and I quote, 
I received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school forewarning me, letting me know that I was going to be receiving an email with sexual harassment allegations against my son. I immediately went into shock. I'm thinking, sexual harassment? That's rape. That's inappropriate touching. What has my son done? The investigating principal said he's being allegedly charged with sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns. I thought it wasn't real. I thought that this has got to be a gag, a joke. One has nothing to do with the other. What's alarming, you guys, is that this school is located between Milwaukee and Green Bay. If this is happening in this school, then you know it's happening in other schools. So here's how the school district replied. The Keele District sent out a statement to the news, and it says, and I quote, the KASD prohibits all forms of bullying and harassment in accordance with all laws, including Title IX. The school will continue to support all students regardless of sex, including transgender status, change of sex or gender identity. Based on that statement, the school is standing behind the sexual harassment charges. This is insane. They're enforcing Title IX complaint on these eighth grade middle schoolers, these children. <laughs> the student switched his or her pronoun to they in March. And then in April, the three eighth graders may be called students by he or she use they and that's why all of this is going down. These kids are being charged with bullying. This is where you pull kids aside, not file Title IX suit against them. Title IX was designed, I'm sure you guys already know, to make sure women had equal access to sports and activities. Somehow now Title IX is being used to go after gender pronouns. <laughs> wow. The Wisconsin Institute of Law is defending these students. Thank you, God. And they did send a statement, and I quote, Title IX, this came from the Wisconsin Institute of Law and Liberty. Title IX sexual harassment typically covers things like rape, dating violence, quid pro quo sexual favors, really er egregious stuff. There's nothing even remotely close to that alleged in this case. That's such a powerful statement right there. And they're right. Parents are wondering what their 13-year-old children are doing, talking about bullying, but they were so upset in their original statement I read to you, how they were so concerned what they could have done to have this filed against their child. I feel so bad for them. You know, what's wrong with my kid is probably what they're thinking. What's wrong with our schools is what they should be saying. Not what's wrong with their child, but the schools. What is wrong with our schools? You know, there should be a serious malicious prosecution. Honestly, this is bullying. Telling young children they're misgendering each other, not really knowing what they did wrong. <laughs> Any adult who thinks this is okay, appropriate, should be investigated. This is total bullying, in my opinion. You have to now 
be engaged in one of the most egregious forms of bullying I could ever imagine. To have that kind of power of law, of the government, of your position to come down on middle schoolers in such an inappropriate fashion should be a loss of job at a minimum. This is how wokely invested our schools are for our children. They tell you they're not teaching CRT, but they are under a different name. People wonder how we got here. I've said it many times, Obama changed the education books in 2009 when he had both houses. But it goes beyond that too. This has been kind of implemented a little bit by little for decades. All we can do is pray. We've got to change. More parents step up and join the board at your schools. Keep fighting, keep standing up and pray. Teach our children the best that you can to counter this CRT, though how difficult it is. I have a friend of mine who told me that his nephew was totally normal. And now he goes to school wearing a dress and makeup and is growing his hair long. And he wants to have a sex change. And the parents forbid him to do it. They accept him and love him the way he is. However, you know, they know that he wouldn't have been like this if it wasn't pushed on him in school. I'm sure most of you guys have heard from family or friends the same kind of stories. You know, if they still decide at 20 years old, 18, 19, whatever age is appropriate to have that sex change, then so be it. But this has got to stop. They are just destroying our kids while other countries, like we talked before, China, North Korea, they are teaching their kids in third grade geometry, statistics, while we're teaching our children sex and gender identity. No more he or she <laughs> totally screwing up our kids. It's sickening, hard to watch. George Soros destroying America from within. <laughs> it's right in front of us. But what are we going to do? We had Trump. He opened our eyes to so much corruption. And I guess we'll just have to wait, see, and pray. But I don't know how much more we can wait. You know, now diesel fuel, they are saying that we have two weeks left of our reserves on diesel fuel. All of our big rig trucks run on diesel fuel. 99.9% of them do. So how are we going to get food delivered to our stores, to our homes? How are we going to get anything that we need? So everybody better get prepared, buckle down, be ready. And on that note, I'm going to take a break, but I'll be right back. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. You know, remember guys, I am our voice, the people's voice. Please reach out to me at lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. Or you can visit me at my website at talkthestreet.com. Or you can find me at Renegade Talk Radio. You can always share with me what you guys are going through in your community, what's going on in your local schools. Or if you just want to share what's going on in your community. God has given me this platform to share for all of us. So please reach out. And thank you to those who have. So we have all heard about these protests, the pro-choice activists protesting in New York, D.C., Chicago over the weekend, right? First of all, I'd like to say, who is sponsoring these protests? 
they have these huge stages with all the lights, the microphones, the TV screens that you would see at a concert. And those are not cheap to put together. Those are expensive. And who got the permits on such short notice in these liberal cities? Do I really need to answer that? I probably don't. (laughs) But one of the organizers, Rachel Carmona, went on stage and made their intentions known. Rachel Carmona is the executive director of the Women's March. What a disgrace that was to women. (laughs) She warned Washington while on stage Saturday, and I quote, she said, Today is day one of an uprising to protect abortion rights. It is day one of our feminist future and is day one of a summer of rage where we will be ungovernable, ungovernable. Who are these people? Who gave her the voice? Who, gave, who are these people? God, they're so un-American. It's pathetic. If they would put all that energy into bettering themselves and really getting informed on the issues, how better off we all would be. You know, there are some really good people that attend these rallies. I know of a few who went to the Women's March a few years ago. Super nice people. They are just so uninformed and they really believe in women's rights. (laughs) But they just don't know all the facts about this Roe versus Wade. Even Janet Even Janet Yellen, the Nazi soldier herself, the Treasury Secretary, she even came out saying ridding Roe versus Wade would destroy our economy. She's just a good soldier. She's not a very smart lady. She's just told to do stuff and she just follows her orders. You know, the Nazis had women in their regime wearing the Nazi uniforms. I'll never forget it. And she fits that description every time I see her. Reminds me of all those photos that I saw of the women standing along the men wearing German Nazi uniforms after they murdered so many innocent people. And she fits that description. So, of course, she comes out and says this the same time they're holding these rallies. You know, the rally they had in Austin, Texas, Chicago, New York City, Los Angeles on Saturday, just two days ago. Did you see the stages there? Again, who financed them? (laughs) These expensive events. There were people wearing t-shirts that were saying, go vote, go run, go lead, go girl. See the motive behind there? They want to get the emotional women votes. The ones who are struggling with the woke going on in the schools, they're also trying to get some of them to go and vote Democrat because they know they're losing a lot of these Democrat women to Republicans because of the woke going on in the schools, right? Couldn't believe when I saw that shirt. It's so obvious to me as a woman, why can't these other women see what's going on that they are being brainwashed? I just don't understand it. And then you had signs. People were holding up signs saying men shouldn't be making laws about women's bodies. Keep laws off my body. (laughs) I'm just like, these people are, are they just that stupid? Are they that uneducated? 
Or are they just so book smart, educated like teachers and they just, God forgive me, I love teachers, don't get me wrong. I know it, this doesn't apply to all teachers, just some, many. <laughs> they think they know it all because they are book smart, not street smart. Just they have this one ideology. They, are, they read other people's words, what other people wrote, and that's gospel to them. Not having any real thoughts processed for themselves. When you work as a teacher, especially your whole life, and many of them do. My uncle is a teacher, a professor, brilliant guy, but he never owned his own business. He never had to work the behind the scenes, the how and the why you got there. Many of these teachers and Democrats just get to the point, the finished product. They don't ever think about the logical way of thinking like us conservatives do. We think logically and emotionally. Democrats just pretty much think emotionally, it appears. The ones who ask questions, like I was sharing you the other day about the kid who, who was asking questions. I just saw him again this morning and he was like, you were right. I finally heard about all this stuff about the shortage on the baby food. And now he's open and intrigued and he wants to learn and educate himself more about politics and go out and vote. I wish my uncle, who is a strong liberal, and my aunt, I wish they were more open Instead, when I told him about the show that I'm doing, the conservative talk, he shut down. As much as I love my uncle, he shut down. And I still love him, of course. But we just don't talk politics. It's unfortunate. But he shut down like many liberals do. It's unfortunate. But anyways, these protesters talking about abortion and their women's rights to choose. What happened to them weeks ago about the jab? and the virus and the vaccine. There is so much coming out now about the vaccine and all the negative things that they didn't tell you before. Thank you, God, that I did not get the vaccine. So abortions used to be about those who were raped or incest, right? And that was their argument. It used to be safe and legal and rare. It used to focus a lot on women's health, something they don't talk about anymore is today's statistics on rape or incest for abortions. Today, abortions from rape victims is 1%. And abortions with incest is less than 0.5%. Now it's become a personal finance argument to have an abortion. They say you should be allowed to have an abortion because having a child wouldn't benefit me financially. <laughs> Not sure how anyone could think that way. I mean, why would a woman go through seven, eight, or even nine months pregnant? Have a growing life inside you. Feel that baby kick. I mean, I get it. My body, my choice. But what about the baby's body and choice? It's murder. I'm sorry, but it's just murder. How could a person do such a thing? There are so many families who would love to adopt a baby. You've gone that far. Why Why murder what you've created? Again, Democrats think about the final outcome. Go to the beginning. Say no. Use contraceptive. Cross your legs. Have some morals and values. Don't go into bed with somebody and get pregnant. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just logic and my opinion. And yet there are so many amazing people who were a product of rape 
who were product of young teenage pregnancies. There are many of you, and thank you, God, that you are here today to make a difference. So, of course, this takes me right to the leaker. What happened to the leaker at the Supreme Court? Remember what Jen Psaki said when asked about it? She said it wasn't as important as the documents itself. They were not focusing on that, ignoring the leak, pushing it aside. Remember last year when Chuck Schumer was on the steps of the court during a hearing on a case about abortion, threatening Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch on that very issue? The pattern of the Democrats is to use this as a way to undermine the Supreme Court. You know it, and I know it. To ignore the leakers and to focus on Roe versus Wade, to stir up all of these emotions on this abortion, whether it's the court packing or going after the Supreme Court nominees that happen to be nominated by President Trump is trying to get their nomination thrown out. What is so sad and what is so true? Justice Clarence Thomas has said this incident with this leaker has fundamentally changed the makeup of the Supreme Court, which is huge since it's been one institution that has been untouched by partisanship. Makes me sick, like all of you, I'm sure, sick of watching each one of our institutions, whether it be the military, our schools, the Supreme Court, all under attack with, by Democrats, these communists, for this one world order, our borders, the crisis at the borders, while they're sending our money to Ukraine to protect their borders, forgetting about ours, sending them baby food, sending baby food to our borders for illegals, and ignoring the American people. This is the 21st century. This is 2022. <laughs> this needs to stop. And Biden keeps blaming everybody else but himself, just like Obama did for eight years, blamed Bush. But have you guys noticed, I've said this before, reminder, have you ever heard Joe Biden blame China? Not once has he ever blamed China. But he did come out with that really cool new ultra mega king against Donald Trump. That was supposed to be another deplorable move. Did they learn the first time not to use and call us deplorables? <laughs> Especially Trump. He ate that up and just spit it out in their face. We are all ultra mega. And I'm proud to have Donald Trump as the king of the ultra megas. He's the king of the deplorables. So now we get to come up with all these new t-shirts, ultra mega, <laughs> and the ultra mega king, I'm sure, with Donald Trump's face right there. I don't know when these Democrats are going to learn. Trump is the master. You can't outwit him at his own game. So I still have a pit in my stomach, guys, over what happened this weekend. I'm praying for all of the families in Buffalo who had to go through such a horrific ordeal. The families at the church in Southern California, we know that there's going to be more shootings. It's part of the MO for the Democrats. They want to take our guns, implement Sharia law, implement martial law, it's all part of the plan. You know it and I know it. 
but I still pray for those family members. And of course, I waited a little while before I discussed it simply because we need more facts and not jump to conclusions like the Democrats and the media do. And then when they find out that they were wrong and that they lied, the truth comes out and then they just move on to another story and they never correct what they've already put in people's heads. And that is white supremacy. Neglecting to tell you that this kid, this 18-year-old killer, murderer, was a Democrat. And not only was was he a Democrat, but he said today that he was relying on and banking on the Democrats' laws that are easy on guns to be able to go out and kill more people after he went to the grocery store and murdered those innocent people. All Democrats and their policies is what created these shooters. You know, and you can't tell a Democrat that the shooter was a Democrat. They don't want to hear it, right? So I came up with a way to make them face reality. And that is when there's a shooting going on, we should bet them. Let's try it. Let's try and bet them. As horrible as this is, I don't even know if I want to even say it. But it's just a thought to maybe open up some more eyes to reality. They're so close-minded. It's a white supremacist, and that's just it. It's a hate crime. That's just it. They're closed. So just a thought. Try and bet them. I bet you $100 that it was a liberal. And when they deny it, if you bet them, and if you can get them to hold to the bet, then maybe they'll follow through with the rest of the facts and find out before the media goes on to something else and covers it up, and lies to them, then maybe they'll follow through with the story and find out that it was a liberal. 99% of the time, these shootings are liberals. It's just a fact. Sorry. (laughs) It's so morbid. I hate to even discuss it. I just pray there is no more. So now that I still have my pit in my stomach, it's just so horrific what's going on, is pray. And I pray for all. Pray for no more shootings. Pray for those who need mental help. Get the help they need before they go to such extreme measures. I pray for the United States of America. I pray for us all. And with that being said, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.